Today, YouTube covers for China. Joe Biden backtracks yet again, and an Olympic hammer thrower turns away from the American flag during the national anthem. But she was set up, she says. All right, we've got a lot to come, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Monday. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by my good friend, America's favorite cowboy and future governor of Texas, Chad Prather. I, do, I forgot to mention host of the Chad Prather Show. Yeah, it's good to be back on the show. This yeah. is my first time back in a couple of weeks. You've got the new logo and the new music. Mm-hmm. I'm with, I got to get used to that. Yeah. I like the look. Yeah. But it's we, very serious. It, well, yes, which is not this. We're not very serious. Honest. Don't be fooled. We are not actually serious on this show. We're just serious enough yeah. to give you the news, but not too serious. By the way, on his maiden voyage on the show, we got to be careful, Chad and I, what we say. <laughs> We've got Chandler Crump on the show, Gen Z commentator, which I love. Gen Z commentator. You got to keep things very serious when I'm around. (laughs) Well, he is now our youngest panel member. He's only, you're 16. I'm 16 years old. 16 years old, already a conservative commentator, uh, Gen Z commentator, I should say. You have your own show. Yes. Um, Tell people where they can find you really quick before we get into it. So uh, with the uh, massive rise of censorship, I try to be everywhere. So of course, I'm on the big platforms like YouTube and Twitter, but I spend a lot of time on platforms like Rumble and Gab as well. So on YouTube, you can just look up Chandler Crump. And on Rumble, I'm at Real C Crump. On on Gab, I'm at Real C Crump. I'm on all the platforms. Just look up Chandler Crump. And if I'm not search banned, you should be able to find me. Yeah, that's a big F. He's uh, easy to find, actually. You, you can you can Google Chandler Crump. You'll find for now. Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for now. Um, by the way, his his dad is here, so we just I big just Mike. Like to, <laughs> just you like should keep to things very that. serious yeah. when he's we around. We do get parental consent for things around here. Uh, so let's get into the headlines <laughs> of the day. So uh, at the same time that House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has fired off a letter to House Republicans uh, in which he exhorted them to confront big tech for their infringement of public speech rights. Uh, he is, you know, saying that he wants to, he thinks that maybe we should talk about taking away the Section 230 uh, protections that they have. I know these are things that have been talked about for a long time. Um, I do want to get your thoughts on this, gentlemen, because I do think that, you know, it's like, oh, wow, another letter. Gee, they're shaking in their boots. Now you're sending another letter. Um, so I want to get your thoughts on that. But I also want to uh, point to what YouTube is doing right now as this discussion is taking place, because I think that is it is the bigger story here. Uh, They took down multiple videos from a human rights organization's channel that is working to expose China's human rights abuses. So uh, they had all of these videos uh, uncovering China's persecution of uh, the Uyghur Muslims. And um, YouTube actually removed it uh, because of cyberbullying and (laughs) harassment. So I guess it's you're you're not allowed to to cyber bully uh, China for like all of their horrible atrocities, human yeah. rights abuses uh, that they do to other people. That's that's considered cyberbullying, Chad. So let's go back to the letter. All right. First of all, that's exactly right. That's the problem with Republicans. That's the problem with conservatives. They they say a lot of things. Mm-hmm. They don't do a lot of things. Uh, we're failing miserable miserably. Uh, in this regard, big tech, let's face it, controls the world. They control the universe. They control our destinies. We can be canceled with the push of a button. Just one little, you know, 
everybody's got a backup account. We have to do all of these things. Uh, they created this nightmare. They created these platforms, gave it to us. We used it, uh, and, and we're, we get punished for it, right? Mm -hmm. And so these folks that we have as elected representatives are supposedly going to go in there and fight for us. They're not fighting for us. Again, they fire off a letter. This thing with China... It's a perfect example of just how crazy it's gotten and how the narrative is controlled, right? The, the Uyghur Muslims, these are human rights violations, yeah. right? They, this is an atrocity. It's a humanitarian crisis. Everybody wants to turn a blind eye. You know, from Nike well, to re, YouTube. They're just re-educating them. Uh, yeah, right? that's it. They're just, just re-educating them. Very, it's a very peaceful re-education. Yeah. They are yes. very safe and they're very healthy. They're eating well. You know, yeah. they're doing great. They get um, to visit their families, all the good stuff. They yeah. said they wanted to be sterilized, okay? Yeah. yeah. These, these are, these are oh atrocities. And what do we do? We continue to pander to uh, China. We continue to buy their products. We yeah. continue to allow our big corporations that are based out of our country to operate when they are openly advocating for China. Nike just came out and said we are of China we are for China uh, you know how at what point in time do we just say stop wait hold on no more of this mm -hmm. because this is this is a serious situation here but again we're firing off letters <laughs> we're not doing anything right. about it right right yeah. I, I think it's real clear to see that the woke mob wants to kill themselves these <laughs> these woke people that run these companies like YouTube and like Twitter are doing the exact thing that is eventually going to come back and bite them right there is a YouTube channel called right wing watch which which mm -hmm. just got banned off of YouTube and they made their bread and butter off of exposing right-wing people and showing the far right and showing what they're doing. They got banned off of YouTube and now they're trending on Twitter right now uh, because it's an injustice and they shouldn't be censored despite the fact that if the same thing had happened to other people that got banned off of YouTube or banned off of all these other platforms, they'd be like, yeah, that's a good thing. Those people should not be allowed to say what they're saying. And it's even more sad, like sad tenfold, that these rhino Republicans like Kevin McCarthy, who were not willing to stand up for anything, especially during the Trump administration, you may remember, uh, this was back maybe 2019 early 2020 when these people were getting banned in droves mm -hmm. that the Republicans that were empowered the establishment decided to do nothing right. we were begging them repeal section 230 we were begging them do something instead of speaking out over and over again just sending letters and sending words but not actually sending any action and sending any energy it was really clear to see that they were not on our side and now that it's going to happen to them now that we have president trump banned off of all platforms and kevin mccarthy's next up on the list now he's like okay well now it's me i have to say something <laughs> yeah. at least but is he actually going to do anything no. that's when republicans especially weak republicans like him yeah. show their true colors when they're not willing to stand up and actually do something stand up and get out in the streets and maybe speak out in front of their headquarters, like fly to San Francisco or wherever Twitter is or wherever YouTube are and with a megaphone, whatever you have to do and speak out right in front of their headquarters and do something about it. If you're not willing to do any of that, it's clear to see who you really are. And that's just, you're punk. You're a punk if you're not going to stand up. Yeah, I mean, and I think YouTube knows that by now, right? <laughs> they see all of these empty threats that are coming from, uh, from the lawmakers and they're like... Okay, guys, wink, wink. I'm sure you're going to do something like you did before. Oh, wait, no, you didn't. Yeah. It's just all talk and nothing to back it up. But it does perplex me that YouTube, uh, you know, you can get banned. Chandler, you may know more about this than me because I've tried to start keeping... I, I've tried to start finding other places to put my videos Absolutely. because I don't love the, the hold that YouTube has on, on conservatives. But... You can get banned for yes. like dead namings, a trans person, right? Like if if you speak, you, you, like you yeah. can just utter the wrong word, the wrong pronoun, 
and get banned off of YouTube because that is a human rights abuse to them. But China is over here literally killing people, yeah. starving people to death, <laughs> doing horrible atrocities. And that's totally fine. They're going to cover yeah. for them. I, I was reading a little bit more into that story about the uh, Chinese YouTube channel. And when they got banned from YouTube after exposing the, the prison camps, the labor camps for the Uyghurs, they actually migrated all their content to another platform called Odyssey, which mm -hmm. uses blockchain technology uh, that powers their content, makes sure that people can watch it. And this is a, this is a platform I'm actually on. Uh, it was just a couple weeks back that I, or maybe a couple months at this point, that I got banned off of YouTube right on the day I was about to do one of my live streams. And both Rumble and Odyssey reached out to me and allowed me to live stream onto their platforms. And so I, the reason I say these woke mobs are killing themselves is that, well, one, they're literally killing themselves with their ideas. But the other thing is that they're killing their businesses. Yeah. They don't realize that banning people off of their platforms is just going to make people want to go to other platforms. And right. so I've seen, I know, I can, I can give you a list of 20 conservatives that I know personally that have been banned off of Twitter and banned off of YouTube that have then taken the time to go to platforms like Rumble, go to platforms like Odyssey, go to platforms like Locals, or if you're on the Twitter side, go to platforms like Gab, and go to platforms like Mines. They have spent the time and energy, and frankly, it's really sad that it has to happen, but they've spent the time and the energy to go to these other platforms and get themselves set up, and it never happens again. You don't see people getting banned off of Rumble or Odyssey. You don't see people getting banned off of Gab or Mines because these platforms will actually stand for your First Amendment right to express yourself. Mm -hmm. And I guess even you know channels from China, they have to deal with it. And not even from their own government. They weren't getting shut down by the Chinese government. They were getting shut down by an American company based here in America, at least for now. We don't know how much longer, that, how much longer that's going to last. But Ain't that the truth? Hey, Would let you? me piggyback on what Chandler just yeah. said and encourage people who are listening or watching this. You can't just complain about politicians and say they're the ones who are just saying things and not doing things. You got to go over to Odyssey too. You got to learn new platforms. You've got to go over to Rumble. You've got to learn the new platform. You've got to get over there. Just sitting there and saying, oh, well, I just don't want to get on another platform. <laughs> well, then you are, in essence, supporting this censorship of free speech and mm -hmm. conservative thought. Uh, and many other things, you know, uh, we, we got shut down a couple of weeks ago. We couldn't upload the That's Chad Braithers show for seven that. days. It was yeah. because I said there were 4,000 people who had been vaccinated, who have died. There have been 194,000 reactions. There's been 17,000 uh, major injuries. <sighs> and because I said that, oh, man. we got shut down for seven days. So you just for cite citing the exact numbers. Statistics yeah. from the government's own website. Exactly. I mean, this is from the CDC. This, yeah, these and, are documented Thanks. And to piggyback off of your piggyback, this is breaking <laughs> news. The CDC has announced that they are acknowledging yeah. that there are heart inflammation inflammation mm -hmm. in yeah. young boys who take this vaccine. So you notice they were embracing, if you want to go back to school, if you want to go on the cruises, you want to bring your teenage sons, yeah. kids that are my age, yeah. you need to get the jab. And it's so sad because there are kids I know from elementary school and middle school who are personal friends of mine, friends who live really close to me that I see pretty often, and their parents are making them get the vaccine so that they can get back to normal. And I, I'm scared for my friends. I'm mm -hmm. scared for my friends mm -hmm. who were, you know, they're close to me. I've grown up with these people, and I'm now going to watch them and see what happens to them after they take this experimental emergency injection. It's really sad. Yeah. It, it is incredible. Um, let's, let's talk about that for a second, because, you know, you have people getting banned from YouTube, banned from Twitter, banned from these social media platforms um, <laughs> and from these video platforms for saying things like you said, Chad, for saying, hey, you should try, you know, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or mm -hmm. whatever. I mean, for saying, basically for saying uh, 
science evolves, we don't know what we don't know. Therefore, maybe we should keep an open mind about this. I mean, you had people <laughs> who their maybe they, their entire work was all on YouTube, and they would get banned for saying something like that. Now, all of a sudden, uh, 12 months later, it seems they've caught up to what everyone was saying who got in trouble then. It's just, it's incredible to see this evolution, and yet they yeah. never have to admit that they were wrong. No, there's no accountability whatsoever. That's the thing. I don't care if you're a person, you're a corporation, if you're an entity, if you're a church, whatever you may be. When you get above accountability and nobody, mm -hmm. nobody reels you in, that, that um, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And that's yeah. what we're seeing happen when, in the world of big tech. Yeah. And I do think, um, Chandler, before we move off of this topic, I do think what you were saying is very true that they are kind of killing themselves because think about it if no one had these issues with youtube the likelihood of someone coming out and saying you know what i'm gonna go all in and i'm gonna build this rival to youtube is incredibly low yeah. if youtube is doing all the right things you're like well how could we even be a competition to youtube yeah. right they're only a formidable force mm -hmm. if they don't do these things but they've chosen to do these things which then prompts people to go and try to compete with them. Yeah, Rumble has existed, I believe, since 2013, but it, wow. it, it's gotten the largest relevance now because yeah. there's a need for it. There, you know, we didn't need you. We didn't need an alternative to YouTube maybe four years ago when there wasn't as much censorship. When kids could go on YouTube and watch the SJWs triggered compilations, it was perfectly fine. But now that we have actual people standing up and speaking their minds, like Stella Emanuel, who was spreading the news about hydroxychloroquine saving lives, mm -hmm. they had to find a way to assassinate her character. They had to find a way to make sure that nobody would believe her. So they deleted her videos off of YouTube. They eliminated her account from Twitter. They would censor every single piece of media that was shared about her fr or from her because they did not want people knowing about that because not only did they want themselves to die, they wanted other people to die too. Mm -hmm. And so I think it all rounds around to the fact that they're really not doing a good thing for themselves. And now big platforms like Rumble and Odyssey are really getting up there and people are, people are going to them in droves. Yeah, well, just a, a quick shout out to our benevolent overlords over at YouTube where this video <laughs> is being played right now. All right, we've got it. Well, I don't know if this video is being played right now at this point. I don't know, we'll see. We've we'll said find some out. things. We've said some things here. <laughs> said, we don't know. Some things were said. All right, yeah. uh, we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So uh, speaking of all of these major corporations going woke, uh, canceling free speech, all of that, you need a partner with companies deserving of your trust, all right? So what you may not know is that if you are not using Patriot Mobile, which is, by the way, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, if you are not using Patriot Mobile, you are probably giving your money to one of these big mobile carriers who is supporting these left-wing causes. They are threatening our freedoms right now. All of your hard-earned money that you are making and trying to, to serve all of these other causes, they're totally canceling that out with their donation to these left-wing left wing causes. So you got to check out Patriot Mobile. Okay, it's 2021. Everyone uses the same cell towers. You will get the same nationwide coverage. Also, it's 2021. You can port your number over. You can keep your phone or you can buy a new one, whatever you like. They also have multi-line discounts. Okay, so you got to go there. Check them out. You can either get 50% off of your first two months or $100 off of any phone right now that both come with free premier activation. If you go to patriotmobile.com slash news for more details, it is patriotmobile.com dot com slash news. Check out the two deals. Pick the one you want the most. All right. PatriotMobile.com slash news.
So those of you who watch the show every day may remember we brought you the news on Friday that Joe Biden had tied the bipartisan infrastructure deal to uh, the reconciliation bill that he wanted passed. He said, I will not accept this. Bi-. I mean, he was very, very clear. I will not accept the bipartisan uh, the bipartisan infrastructure deal um, without uh, all of these other things. Very clear. Right. I mean, as clear as Joe Biden can be. Uh, well, apparently that was not what he was supposed to say because his handlers came back and said, no, 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 you weren't supposed to do that. And uh, he came back Saturday and said he does not plan to veto his compromise infrastructure bill, uh, even though he like literally <laughs> said that he well, would. And he's, he and he's also, like, well, I just, I, yeah, that's not what I meant. You know what he can say every time is, you know, I'm going to get in trouble with my staff with okay, this. Yeah, he does. I mean, I, what do you mean you're going to get in trouble with your staff? I, I this is a perfect example. Take questions. Yeah. I probably shouldn't, but yeah. we'll take a couple questions. And, yeah, I'm probably going to get in trouble with my staff for doing this, but. <laughs> what? I mean, what is he doing? He, he values the input of his staff more than he values the input of the, peop- of the so-called 80 million people that voted. The 80 million, yeah, that's, yes. that's yes. funny. Well, I mean, look, we're seeing that Most across popular the, president. These, yes. these, these politicians that are out there, they operate by public opinion polls. Uh-huh. Joe Biden doesn't have a clue. He doesn't know what state he's in. He doesn't know where he is at all. I mean, putting head, he's got to, if his staff doesn't tell him to say it, when he goes off script, you can almost hear the buttholes pucker up yeah. off, off, off camera. I mean, you can literally hear the air leave the room whenever that guy, I mean, when his teleprompter blips or whatever it is, or his flashcards get mixed up, this guy's in trouble. Yeah. You, know, you know, there are rumors going around that within the White House, people are calling Biden's team the, uh, the Titanic. Oh just gosh. as this, this, the I ship sinks. <laughs> yeah, I can sort of hear the violins playing on deck. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said, the violins is Jen Psaki. <laughs> yeah, he said, uh, the bottom line is this. I gave my word to support the infrastructure plan, and that's what I intend to do. Uh, and then he said, I intend to work hard to get both of them passed because our country needs both. And I ran a winning campaign for president that promised to deliver on both. No one should be surprised that that is precisely what I am doing. By the way, congressional Republicans say that they're willing to accept Biden at his word that he will not try to renegotiate what is currently a closed deal. This is the part that's that sticks with me in this whole story because it's just like the big tech thing. It's like congressional Republicans are willing to accept Biden at his word, even though his word changes from day to day to day. In fact, I don't think if you asked Joe Biden today what he said Saturday, he'd be like, huh? Where's my pudding? He would have no idea. So it's interesting to me that congressional Republicans, once again, don't seem to have any spines and stand up and say, you know what? We're not going to get played here. We shouldn't have done this stupid bipartisan agreement either because it was bad optics for us. uh, And you win the optics war. And now all of a sudden they're going to they're going to accept Biden at his word. Oh, it is going to be such a great primary season. I cannot wait to personally campaign on behalf of plenty of Republicans that are going to get these rhinos out of the way because we need to do it fast. Yeah. Amen. And let me also say, too, to your point. I'm tired of people coming at me on social media saying, well, our votes don't count anyway. We, why do we even show up? <laughs> Stay in the fight, people. Please. The only way we can do this, we've got to get these these uh, career politicians out of the way. I mean, because this is a WWE match, right? Mm-hmm. These guys, they act like they're fighting. You look at Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's happy as a pig. And, I mean, he... They love this. They're loving this because, again, they, they act like they're fighting in the ring and then they go to get a steak dinner afterwards. Yeah. This is not. They, they, nobody's fighting for you. <sighs> Ain't that the truth. Uh, all right. Let me I want to switch to the this. 
I just love this story that every time I see the headline, it says Olympic hammer thrower. Oh. And I'm like, I didn't even realize that there was hammer throwing in the Olympics, <laughs> but okay. Uh, just over the weekend, hammer thrower Gwen Berry turned away from the American flag during the playing of the national anthem after qualifying for the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, she placed third at the U.S. Olympic track and field trials. Now, obviously, you would think this is a huge moment for her. Uh, she would be soaking it all in, but um, she did not. Uh, she actually had this shirt that said, activist athlete, and she covered her head with it. I don't know if we have any pictures, but she covered her head with the shirt and turned her entire body away from the American flag. Now, I have a couple questions about this, but number one is she said that she thought that she was set up, that she was set up, that they played the national anthem on purpose to set her up. And I'm like, I, I mean, they played it on purpose. I don't know if it was to set you up, but I'm pretty sure they play it all the time at these things. So at the, at the, at the pre-trials like this, they usually play it once a day. They don't play it at every award ceremony. At the same they, time, They play right? it like 520. I think this, because of the delay in the event, they played it at 525. Oh, that was a setup. So, you know, they play it every day at like 520. This was a five mm. minutes late. And so she said that it was a setup and the whole thing. You represent America. Mm -hmm. You're there to represent America. As an amateur athlete, mm -hmm. that's the whole point. You you knew who you were representing when you got there, right? Yeah, you I knew. think patriotism, I think, should be a requirement uh, <laughs> if you are there to represent America on the world stage. But then I go back and look at who our leaders are, and I'm like, well, she's learning from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, who are constantly apologizing for America and yep. saying that we are systemically racist and all of our institutions are horrible and all of these things. So I guess. Who, who can blame her from yeah. learning from the best? Do you know the five rings? She's got it tattooed on her body right there on her wrist. If you, you know the five rings of the Olympics, the reason they chose those colors is they represent every color on every nation's flag in the world. There's five colors. Those colors are found in every flag, okay? Mm -hmm. The Olympic symbol is representing, at least in part, the American flag as well, okay? You literally have that flag tattooed on your body mm. in some symbolic way. Oh, that's great. Right, yeah, great. and she you're going to turn that. away from it in terms of in turn, you know, of honoring the country that sent you there, gave you this privileged life. You're gonna you're gonna protest it as being oppressed. Yeah, it's it's so funny to see that she views herself as so important that if the if the, if the national anthem of her home nation plays, it's actually for her, and it's actually an entire setup. And and I guess that kind of plays more into her nature that being from America, she views herself as the most important person in the room. Mm. Period. And yeah. so because of that everything else just kind of falls in line behind that. So because of her political views or because of what her president says, she just doesn't value America anymore. And I've actually been seeing this all over the world and at some national, uh, you know, embassies in other nations they've actually been raising the pride flag at the same level or above the level of the american flag and this isn't the same old pride flag we've known no it's the pride flag that has the the transgender colors and the black colors now i don't care about the transgender colors but it's the black colors that i find kind of funny they believed that the pride flag wasn't wasn't inclusive enough of black people and so therefore they had to add these colors and it's kind of funny that they're bringing all these different things together as if it wasn't representative of it before was being lgbt and black not a not a thing before 
do they have to add the colors in? But no matter what, I don't care about any of it. I don't think that should be represented. We have, like you said, we have the Olympic, the Olympic symbols, which already represent every nation. And I, I think I posted a tweet about this in which I said, you know, sexuality is being valued above nationality, above patriotism mm -hmm. now nowadays. And it's really a sad thing that we have people turning away from the flags of their home nations, like you said, that are giving them every right and every privilege they have, or not even giving them the rights, but at least acknowledging that they have those rights. You could come from China, and in China, I don't think you'd be at the Olympics if you were mm -hmm. from China. I think you might be there in a work camp with mm -hmm. some of the Uyghur people. Mm -hmm. You would not be as treasured and as privileged as you are. And so to Gwen Berry, is that, that's her name? Yeah. Miss Gwynberry, I hope you learn a lesson real soon that when you say no to America, it's not going to accept you open, open armed it anymore. It's not going to give you all these same privileges and rights like it did before. We have plenty of people uh, on social media, some, some in support, but I think a lot more of them are saying, listen, I mean, you know, you, you did a great job. You, you qualified. You got third place. Could have done better. But no matter what, <laughs> you're not getting this privilege again. If you're going to spit in our face, don't expect us to welcome you home with a sweet chicken dinner. Yeah. yeah and also get first place if you want to well, like, I mean, take a stand. That's the whole please. thing. You know, they tried to compare. <laughs> it to Olympic athletes in the 60s, you know, holding the fist up. And, and, there's a, and I'm like, you know, the difference between her and them is they won. <laughs> they won. Try harder next time. <laughs> yeah. All right. By the way, she cited uh, the murder of George Floyd. Of course. Uh, in one of her explanations that uh, she said, even after the murder of George Floyd and so many others, the commercial statements and phony sentiments regarding black lives were just a hoax. Yes, you are so oppressed, Gwen Berry, that you were able to make yourself all the way over there to qualify for the Olympics. That is how oppressed you are. By the way, I do want to play really quickly. Um, you mentioned some people being in support of her. I think most were not, but the some who were in support of her uh, is, of course, the White House and Joe Biden. Oh. Uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was asked about this. Here is what she had to say. Won a bronze medal at the trials, and then she turned her back on the flag while the anthem played. Does President Biden think that is appropriate behavior for someone who hopes to represent Team USA? Well, uh, Peter, I, I haven't spoken to the president specifically about this, uh, but I know he's incredibly proud to be an American uh, and has great respect for the anthem and all that it represents, especially for our, our men and women serving in uniform all around the world. He would also say, of course, that part of that pride in our country means recognizing there are moments where we are, as a country, haven't lived up to our highest ideals. And it means respecting the right of people granted to them in the Constitution to peacefully protest. I, yeah, there were moments. I I, I want to ask Joe Biden, if he is so proud to be an American and so respectful of the troops, then why was it within his first week in office he had National Guardsmen troops in D.C. sleeping in parking garages and the then outgoing President Trump had to open his hotel doors for free to let those men and women stay there? Mm -hmm. if, if President Biden respects the nation so much, then why is he in support of athletes that are turning their back on the Stars and Stripes? I don't believe a word he says in on this one, especially from Ms. Jen Psaki. I don't trust it at all. Mm, Chad. I'm just happy I saw a clip of Jen Psaki where she didn't fix her hair. <laughs> didn't pull it out of her face. You know, it was I, a uh, <laughs> well, uh, Did her mask tell you, Peter. tangled up in her earring. <laughs> her double mask. You know, and back to your point, let me say something. The American flag represents inclusivity. It represents unity. That is what the whole point of having a flag is, is being able to unite under a symbol that is larger than all of us. Mm. And as individuals, we come together collectively as a nation. The anthem represents that. When you raise a pride flag or a BLM flag or anything of that nature, you're saying that there was something that was excluded from that inclusivity. And that in and of itself is philosophically 
wrong. It, it's not what we've built that on. When we raise that American flag, when we play that anthem, we're not doing it to call back the sins and scars of our nation. We're doing it to say, hey, we're people and we're getting better. We're growing as a, as a society, as a civilization. This is the greatest nation that's ever existed in the history of the world. And we, we aren't an oppressed people. We aren't. I mean, I spent 10 years in, you know, in and out of Nigeria pulling, you know, worms out of people's legs because, you know, let's talk about oppression. You know, you go to China. They'd have no perspective on it. You know, I've I've worked to smuggle Bibles into the underground church in China. I mean, let's talk about oppression. Right. Right. Let's talk about these Afghanis who helped the American military. There are 80,000 of them in Afghanistan. Now we're pulling the troops out. And we only issued 30,000 visas, 50,000 of those Afghanis with high security clearance for the U.S. intel are going to be left there to watch their children murdered, their wives raped to death, and they're going to lose their lives. Let's talk about that type of oppression. Yeah, Yeah. but that's not the oppression they want to talk about. They want to talk about the George Floyd oppression, the same man who pointed a loaded gun at a pregnant woman's stomach, the same man who Mm -hmm. was on God knows how many different drugs, but he was up there saying, I'm not that guy. I'm not the type of guy you should be arresting. Mm -hmm. That's the type of oppression they care about, not the type of oppression that affects the whole world, not the type of oppression that is against Christians or the type of oppression that is against people who want to, I don't know, believe certain things that they believe and not be descended upon by their own nation. They don't care about that. Yeah. It's all about America. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So if you have not yet gotten on the Built Bar bandwagon, you need to. Okay. I am loving seeing all of the pictures from those of you who are getting your shipments in and you're like, I love hate you now, Sarah, because I love Built Bars, but now I'm going to keep buying them and it's an addiction I know I'm addicted too so we can be addicted together but it's not drugs so it's <laughs> totally fine <laughs> um, built bar so for those of you who uh, who do not know they're a protein bar okay so it tastes like you're eating a, a chocolate bar it tastes like you're eating a candy bar but you're not you're eating something that's very healthy for you it's low in calories low in carbs high in protein high in fiber they've got a ton of different fl- flavors they're all covered in hundred percent chocolate Go there now. They've got a new URL you can go to. It is built.com. You can use promo code NEWS15. You will now save 15% off of your order if you go to built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. After a pandemic-related pause, Make-A-Wish America Foundation is going to resume granting wishes that include air travel and large gatherings uh, for terminally ill children. But there's a catch here, and I gotta say, it's a pretty demonic one uh, if I'm shooting you straight here. Uh, Here is the Make-A-Wish president and CEO, Richard Davis, saying that, look, Your kid might be dying, okay, and they're here to help with that, but only if your terminally ill child has been vaccinated against COVID. Watch. Over the past year, we spent each day at Make-A-Wish preparing for the moment when every possible wish could safely move forward. We've approached this responsibility with a focus and diligence for your family's health and safety. Now, we've consulted with doctors and medical professionals throughout the National Medical Advisory Council. And we've been monitoring public health organizations like the CDC and the American Academy of Pediatrics. Hmm. And based on their collective guidance, today we're making a big step forward in delivering hope to you, our wish kids, and our wish families. I'm excited to share that Make-A-Wish will resume granting air travel wishes within the United States and its territories, as well as granting wishes involving large gatherings for vaccinated wish families 
as soon as September 15th of 2021. All WISH participants, including your WISH kid and any siblings, will need to be two weeks past completion of either a one-dose or a two-dose vaccine. While we won't ask for proof of vaccination, we'll ask for any adult participant to sign a letter of understanding that certifies that they and any minors participating in the WISH are vaccinated and understand the risks of traveling at this time. Uh, Chandler, earlier you made a reference to the heart issue that keeps coming up in young men regarding this vaccination. But I can't imagine. Now, I know he consulted the CDC, okay, who, as we know, just completely did everything right during this pandemic. Wink, wink, YouTube. Uh, But, you know, he consulted the CDC. But I can't imagine that children who are terminally ill who have all of these compromises on their body i can't imagine that taking an experimental vaccine would be something that would be like a stellar decision for them it's something that gets me really emotional that these children who have been have received the ultimate curse upon their life whether it be terminal illnesses Mm -hmm. that basically wipe out their immune system they're already susceptible what do you think an experimental injection will do to them we've seen what this this drug especially i believe the mrna ones they rewrite rewrite what your immune system does they rewrite your ability to fight off other diseases it is not a good thing to be giving this dose to children who are already near the end of their very sadly short lives mm-hmm. and so it, it it's honestly a draconian thing to see and you know, it's a funny thing mr uh, i think stephen davis or whatever his name was who's sure, the yeah. president of the make-a-wish foundation uh he said that he consulted the cdc personally yeah. about this meanwhile the cdc has released guidelines in the last 24 48 hours that states that they are aware and uh, and understand that this drug does indeed mess with your heart's ability uh, to keep you alive. It inflames your heart. It gives you myocarditis. I believe mm-hmm. that's the, that's the mm-hmm. medical term yeah. for what it does. It is really bad for these young people. So imagine being so out of it, you, so so much so that you're terminally ill. You have to reach out to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. You're like, I want I want to meet Tony Stark. I want to meet uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. They mm-hmm. say, sorry, kid, you got to take this jab. He's like, okay, I'll take the jab. And then you might just die before you actually get the chance because of what happens to your heart. Mm-hmm. That's just an experimental situation. That's just an idea. It's a, it's a simulation of what could possibly happen if they're actually going to force kids to do this. And not just not just themselves, but their parents and their brothers and sisters, too. If your brother who's watched you suffer with this all your life and has been there by your side holding your hand as you make the painful march, he has to get the jab, too. And his life has to be put in danger just like yours is because of this foundation that doesn't actually care about you. I mean, Chad, it's horrific, horrific. This is a, this is beyond a cult. So I had to jump on the phone right there. I had to look. I wanted to look up some information on uh, Richard Davis. I think is the mm-hmm. CEO's name. Yeah. It's six hundred eight thousand dollars. Six hundred eight thousand dollars was his CEO compensation package last year for Make a Wish Foundation. Oh. Corporate charity, folks. Just remember, corporate charity. The average. Uh, executive income there is roughly $300,000. This is what you're funding. This is this thing that's going on. Now look, Make-A-Wish Foundation, they've got a good rating. If you look up charities, you can see where their ratings are. You can see how many cents on the dollar goes to the actual charity case. Uh, They keep a pretty good rating, but again, corporate charity. There's a lot of places out there where you can do a lot of good for a lot of folks out there, whether they have, regardless of what's going on, there's a lot of children out there with terminal illness, yeah, I've done a lot of visits to those those children's hospitals and dealt with kids with cancer, and you know it, it's it's heart wrenching, heartbreaking. And this this organization that wants to promise a wish to a kid, and then this is what you're going to subject them to. I mean, this is this is a heartbreaking deal. Yeah, it's funny that 
you said his name is Richard Davis. I said Stephen a minute ago, but Richard, uh, he's getting paid. You said six hundred thousand dollars. Six hundred eight thousand. Six hundred eight. And then Anthony Fauci was the highest paid mm-hmm. government official of twenty twenty, and yet we're seeing in his emails he knowingly lied to the American people time and time again. Mm-hmm. It's pretty obvious that these people we pay so much money, whether it be through donations or taxes that go go to their salary, are doing the exact opposite of serving the American people. They are doing a disservice to the American people. They are doing a disservice to those terminally ill ill children. And honestly, they're doing a great service to themselves because they're getting paid so much money to do absolutely nothing but lie. Yeah. All right. Uh, We got to take a break. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Taser. So uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the Second Amendment is under attack in a lot of different states. So this message is especially for if uh, those of you who are living in a state where they make it nearly impossible to be able to protect yourself. All right. You got to check out Taser because it is available without a permit in most states. Uh, they have self-protection devices that are small and lightweight enough to carry with you. You can put it in your purse. You can put it in your glove compartment, whatever the case may be. But it is they are powerful. All right. They can incapacitate an attacker. Uh, They're very easy to use. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds. So you can get yourself away, get emergency dispatch to your GPS location. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with the Taser network of devices. Again, for those of you who are living in states where they don't make it easy for you to protect yourself, or if you have a relative, I know that there are a lot of people out there who are very uncomfortable with with carrying a gun. Um, I, I I would say maybe they need more training, but whatever the case may be, you need for them to be able to protect themselves, okay? There are many people out there who need protection. Uh, Like I said, Taser devices are available without a permit in most U.S. states. So go to Taser.com. It is T-A-S-E-R, Taser.com. With promo code Y, you can save 15% right now. Get it for your mom. Get it for your grandma. Get it for whoever needs that self-protection device in their lives. It is Taser.com, promo code Y. Today, the the Supreme Court turned down an opportunity to reverse a ruling that permitted students identifying as the opposite sex to use opposite sex bathrooms. So ultimately, they are letting trans students using opposite sex bathrooms ruling stand as is. Now, this is happening at the same time that there is this wild viral video uh, going around. It is a, a Los Angeles spa and a woman had had just about enough of all of this woke nonsense. Apparently this was a women's only area and a man walked in totally naked uh, with his parts hanging out. And I'm trying to make this as 16 year old friendly as possible here. And um, <laughs> can't do much. And, and it, it, it took her going. God, what what are you guys doing? This is not no. It's not transgender anything. What this is this is wild. You guys watch. We, we spa, so you don't. So it's okay. I just want to be clear with you. It's okay. It's okay for a man to go into the women's section, show his penis around the other women, young little girls under age. Your spa, we spa, condone that. Is that what you're saying? Like I asked. It's so he so he can stay there. He could stay there. What sexual orientation? Is that what you're saying? What? What? Really? What law? What law? So women can go into the man's with their breasts. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't come back either. Yeah, get your money back. You got a man with his penis talking about he's a woman. He ain't no woman. Uh uh-uh. uh. 
Yeah, yeah, give her her money back. Are you talking about the transgender person? There's no such thing as transgender. He has a. <laughs> Okay, he has a penis. He has penises hanging out. Okay, no, I'm not one. Actually, I'm a woman who knows how to stand up and speak up for my right. As a woman, I have a right to feel comfortable without a man exposing himself. I mean, this is this is a perfect representation that this leftist insane gender logic cannot possibly be played out in real life. It doesn't play out. No. It uh, you that, that's a, it's a, that's a crime that used to be a crime that we called indecent exposure. Yeah, in, in real scenarios, that just doesn't happen. At least it no. didn't happen. But now it's happening in real life. That lady who is, is truly a hero yeah. is standing up, and then when she pans the camera around, that's when the video gets serious because there's a man standing there who I assume is not the man in question that that was in the woman's he's area, an ally. but but he's an ally. He is an NPC <laughs> ally who is going to who's going to eat the soy and then eventually yes. eat the bugs yeah. and live in the pod because he's there right now and we. Spa screaming at that lady who was like, it's it's a it's a woman, it's yeah. a woman, and it it gets you it gets you even more upset when you realize that it was more than likely that there were girls, young girls in that spot as well, with their mothers or with their older sisters who had to endure that 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 situation. It's it's disgusting. It's it's hard to even piece together how you want to speak about it because it's so difficult nowadays you have to navigate it carefully either that or you just be blunt about it and say that was a man in a woman's spa and yet mainstream culture big tech big mass media big you know big everything is going to be on the side of that man and the woman's spa that's when you have to check out and ask yourself where are we where are we that we are subjecting our children and our young girls to the presence of nude men under the guise of transgenderism under the guise of well just because he has a penis doesn't mean it's, it's actually a woman or a, a man it's so confusing i don't even know how to address <laughs> we need a, it we need a flow chart we need a flow chart chad <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited about the future by hanging out with Chandler Crump. I know. That's the beauty of it. I know. I know. I'm, I'm not very excited. Well, we, we, well we need people like I'm you. I'm excited. Yeah, we do. And I mean, I mean, I mean I, there's hope. There is hope. I, look. We need more Chandler Crumps is the thing. That's, that's the thing. Less beta soy cucks. We need we need more of that lady as well who was more recording the lady the who's going to speak yes, up yes. and be yes. like, no, he's got. I mean, it's you know, I look, I do a comedy bit about this. A comedy bit. I'm on stage. I talk about it. I'm like, look, I have a wiener because I'm a dude. <laughs> half of the people in the room have wieners. means you're a dude. Right. The other half of you don't have wieners, which means you're a woman or you're injured. Like, that's the whole point. You either do or you don't. I, it doesn't, I don't care what your expression is. You don't just walk around flopping in the women's room <laughs> and just letting it all hang out. Yeah. You go to jail for that kind of thing. You yeah. used to. I mean, yeah, not anymore, but I think it... Even this, is, this is perversion on display in the middle of Woktopia. Yes. This is insanity. <laughs> yes, it, it is. It, but I think that that is an important point to point yeah. out. This is Los Angeles, right? So I, I, I would imagine that uh -huh. plenty of people of these women who were in this spa voted for the same policies that are now coming back to bite them in the rear. Yep. And and then when we look at the Supreme Court, uh, the case that that was about was actually about some kid, uh, I think his name was Gavin or something like that, born a girl, I believe, if I'm trying to remember. Yeah, born a girl. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were, that person, that man, I mean, that woman was trying, it's so confusing, but that woman was trying to use a boy's bathroom and the school district disallowed that and it went all the way up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court allowed it. Uh, but then during the Trump administration with, I believe, their Department of Education, they rescinded that and so that's why it's, it's at the Supreme Court level now and they're trying to do everything they can to fight it and it's so sad to realize that these are our children that are trying to mix up everything and be in other bathrooms where they don't actually belong. It's such a sad thing. 
nothing to see what the future is really going to be subjected to. And that's why I think it's really important that we embrace as many young people as possible who are going to speak out against this. We need to make sure that we are mentoring them. We need to make sure that they are protected and we need to make sure that they can see the light because I've known, and this is going to kind of talk a little bit more about the pipeline. I've known some children uh, and friends of mine who, who started off, you know, on the side, but then they started putting pronouns in their bio and it's only going to take mm -hmm. a couple more months before they're transgender too and before they're using mm -hmm. the other bathroom. I'm with you. We need more Chandler crumbs. We got to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> Hey, uh, don't forget, if you are watching on many of the platforms that we have video available for you to watch, go over to wherever you get your audio podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. Uh, it's free, and as an added bonus, if you write a nice review, you may see it read live on air, like the one today from, uh, how do you say that? Jimbe Dude. Jimbe Dude. It's a drummer. Does that mean drummer? Jimbe. Jimbe is, well, is a drum. drum. And then dude, so I guess drummer. Well, I learned something new today. Uh, but this is an amazing show. Sarah and all of her guests do an excellent job informing the listeners about the latest true news of the day. And they usually sprinkle some wit and sarcasm into the mix as well. Love it. Well, thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Again, those of you who, the, I know people are like, I want to see my name on TV. <laughs> Bring in the reviews, all right? Uh, also, don't forget to subscribe to Blaze TV. You can go to blazetv.com. Don't forget also to subscribe to Chandler. Everywhere you can find videos, look him up. He's amazing. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.